In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. It's looking like a very sunny weekend, and I'm here with more sunshine. Here with Stephanie Haney, if I said that correct. Stephanie, how are you? Pretty, pretty close, Stephanie Haney. I am doing great, and I am happy to be talking with you over across the pond. Excellent. And I've got to ask, Cleveland Browns, Sunday morning, what are you going to be wearing, what are you going to be drinking, and where are you going to be? Okay, I've got the perfect shirt that I'm wearing. I've got uh, some motivation from last season, you know, uh, the Steelers, the Steelers player. I'm not going to say his name, but he had that comment, you know, the Browns is the Browns. So I've got myself a t-shirt that says the Browns is the Browns. I'm going to have, you know, some shorts on because it's going to be really hot. And I'm going to be at the Muni lot before the game. But before I go down there, I'm going to have to have my shot of whiskey. And then, you know, we'll see what happens from there. But it always starts with a shot of whiskey. What time do you have your first shot of whiskey? Well, it depends. If I'm going down to the Muni lot, I'm going to be down there, you know, before, well before the game. But our ritual is it has to happen before kickoff. That's yes. the only rule. Okay. Any brands or can it be anything? It has to be Irish whiskey. So we've been doing Powers Irish whiskey. That's been a little tough to find, though, around here lately. But I've been scouring. Listen, if there's a bottle of Powers Irish whiskey in Northeast Ohio, uh, I know where it is. And it's on my grocery list. There's been a little bit of negative Browns news this week. You know, we came off the Chiefs. We played really well. Everyone feels really positive, feeling that um, it could be an easy game on Sunday. But it feels like it's got tougher this week. Uh, uh, Odell's officially out. Mm-hmm. Anthony Walker is now on the uh, IR list. And it looks like our fourth round O-liner, I, um, I forgot he's called, uh, James Hudson, it potentially is going to be starting. So um, has that affected your prediction at all? Or are you feeling uh, quite pumped? Listen, we like to come from behind. We're the Cleveland Browns. So uh, my prediction, no, is we are definitely getting one in the win column this week against the Houston Texans. Just a matter, just a matter of getting those four quarters done and over with. Excellent. And you're going to be at the stadium, right? Working or um, a personal? Oh, no, I will be at the stadium. Got got our hands on some tickets, thankfully. It was a little touch and go there. The Cleveland Browns are a hot ticket in town, which I love. But also, you know, after having been gone for a while, being back and the Browns being good and the stadium being open now to full capacity, it's a little bit of a crime that it's so hard to get a ticket. And um, can you educate me? And uh, I don't want to know how much you paid for a ticket, but what do you think the cheapest price for a Browns ticket is? Uh, this weekend, for example? Well, I was just looking yesterday on uh, some of, you know, the resale sites and up in the 500s, I was seeing tickets for like 80, $80 up in the 500s. But, you know, that's tough because, and that's not like a crazy, you know, insurmountable price for a ticket, but up in the 500s it is, especially if you want to watch the game and <laughs> pay attention to what's happening, which I very much like to do. Yeah, I, I must admit, um, my Sunday when I'm in Cleveland is Muni lot from seven o'clock, 
drink, drink, drink. And then when I get in, when I get into that stadium, I stop drinking and I actually focus on the game. So uh, yeah. And, um, 7 a.m. Wow, that's impressive. I'm looking at maybe a 9 a.m. arrival time. Look, maybe when I'm in town like next, 11? when I'm in town next, we can meet halfway, eight o'clock in the Muni lot. How about that? <laughs> Wait, sure. Yep, you got it. Yeah. And um, weather, what's the weather looking like for um, this weekend? You said it's, sunny, but like, is there a, can you tell me in Fahrenheit and I'll translate it to Celsius? Yeah, I can tell you in Fahrenheit. I, I don't know Celsius. I'm not that sciencey at the drop of a hat. I think it's going to be like 80, the high 80s, mid to high 80s on Sunday. So around 85 Fahrenheit, which will be for us. Wow, that's hot. 30 mm-hmm. Celsius. That's like holiday weather. Yeah, so we're going to have to really hydrate with those, uh, you know, beverages of choice leading up to that point. And uh, yeah, t- talk us through last week. As a Cleveland Browns fan, what was your what was going through your head? You know, we're winning at halftime. Did you feel that this is going to be a classic Brownsy moment where we let it all go, or did you feel quite comfortable that we were going to win? I am never comfortable as a Browns fan that we're going to win. But you know, I will say this: I felt like halftime it was a good time for halftime because I felt like we started to see like a little bit of jitters happening, like right before halftime. I loved that weird trick lateral play that they had right before the end of the first half. I love to see when they do weird things like that. Let's make it weird. Let's make it weird as much as possible, please, Cleveland Browns. And uh, and then as we weren't able to pull it out at the end, you know, that was a disappointment. But overall, it was a fun game to watch. That was a fun, fun football game. All four quarters of it, I was highly entertained. And, you know, when I'm watching from home, also, a touchdown gets a whiskey shot. So I was feeling pretty good by the end of that game. I'm just like you. I was having a Jaeger bomb every time we had a shot. And uh, I even had a Jaeger bomb ready for the victory, just looking at me. And I left it and walked out in anger that we didn't oh. win it. So, um, mm. um, yeah. We did, I- do. We, did, we did do an appreciative end of game whiskey shot. We did. Very, that's very good of you, but I was angry at the point. And uh, where, where do you think we lost it last game? Well, you never want to see Nick Chubb fumble a football. You never want to see that. So that was that was not great. I also think Jeffrey Bills Jr. is a huge human. He's a huge human. For, for him to go out so early in the game, it was like, oof, we could have really used him sticking around. So I, I don't know if there's any, like, one particular moment. I mean, if you're – when we lost it, lost it was that interception at the end. That's when it was, that's when it was curtains for us. I really think up until that last moment when it was virtually impossible, I think we had a shot. I wasn't counting us out. Yeah. Obviously I'm biased towards Scottish Hammer friend, met him in London, met him in Cleveland. Do you think he was to blame with the, uh, the fumble, <coughs> the fumble punt return, you could call it. So, um, <laughs> No, I don't think he was to blame. Listen, I, I will, I'll probably, I'll sound like an athlete here for a minute. You win as a team, you lose as a team. You know, there were some mistakes. Let's just, let's just be better. Let's be better next time. And, and I know that we will improve. So uh, I'm excited about that. I also know that the, the chiefs will improve. I just hope they don't improve too much between now and January when I know we will see them again. Very confident. I like that. I like that a lot. And um, tell us, Tell us a little bit about your job and uh, tell us a little bit about how much you love Cleveland. Oh my gosh. I love, I do. I love Cleveland. I fall in love more and more with Cleveland 
every single day. So I, I've lived all over. I'm from Northeast Ohio. I am from Canton, Ohio, 330 PTO girl, Perry Pride. And I uh, moved away for a long time. I lived in LA for seven years. I lived in New York for three years. I had a brief stint in North Carolina for a couple of years. And now I'm back. I moved back here two years ago. And what I just would love for people to know about Cleveland is you get everything here. You have lakefront life. You've got downtown living in the city. You've got three major sports teams within walking distance of each other. They're all in downtown. It's so centrally located. And there's so much green space too. You don't, you don't get all of those things in a lot of other major cities, which I just really love a lot. And the people here are great. You know, there's nothing like that Midwest hospitality. Well, it's, it's great to hear the two great places, LA, New York. I've been to both of them, you know, great places, obviously been to Cleveland multiple times. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry to say, I'm sorry if there's any uh, LA fans out there, LA, I'm not a fan of myself. It's too big. Um, okay. It's lovely if you're up in the Hills or in Malibu, but yeah, just getting anywhere takes one hour in LA. So um, that is true. That's very true. I lived in on the West side when I was in LA and I'll say West side, best side for sure. I was just out there actually visiting one of my girlfriends. It's great to go back and visit. I did have a wonderful time out there, but you know, when I got the opportunity to move back here to Cleveland to take a job at the NBC affiliate here, the digital anchor, uh, I had to jump on it, especially being so close to the family and um, it's great. It's been a good time. Excellent. And what, and what do you miss most about New York, if anything? Mm, I love New York. Uh, I lived in Brooklyn for most of the time that I was in New York. I lived uptown in Harlem and Washington Heights for a little bit too, but uh, I, I do and I don't miss it, but the train is so great. You know, like I used to hop on the train in the morning. I would do my makeup on the train going into work. Can't do that while you're driving a car. You just can't, can't do that. Yeah. So this may sound crazy. I live in central London, a bit. I live in Manhattan of London, if that makes sense. I live right in the heart. I don't have mm-hmm. a car. So Americans must think that's so crazy. But yeah, I just uh, on the tube metro in every day. Um, um, last question before oh, I actually got two last questions. Um, the next question is, where's your favorite spot in Cleveland? Oh, my favorite spot in Cleveland. I have this little spot that I really love down by the water in the flats. And I call it uh, my sunset sitting spot. And it's right over the river. And you know you can hear music from the venue across the street when they're playing it. And it's just a beautiful spot to watch the sunset over Lake Erie. And I think that's my favorite spot in downtown. There's a couple spots where you can do that, but that's probably my favorite one. Is that near where the open air cinema uh, theater is type thing? Where the they- James Pavilion at Nasa. Yes. yep, yep. And they have canoeing rowers there, yes? They do, yeah. You can, can kayak, pi- you can stand up paddleboard. <laughs> I can picture it. I can picture it now. Okay, good. My favorite spot. And if I move to Cleveland, there'll be two areas where I'd live, either the flats or in between or Edgewater. That's my favorite place. Oh yeah, those are both great places. I, sure. I was in total shock when I went to Edgewater and there's gold and sand, and no one in Cleveland ever told me that there was sand in Cleveland. So um I was very pleased. Um Last question. What is your score prediction for Sunday? Mm, my score prediction for Sunday, I'm going to say 24-13. Wow, that's a comfortable win for the Browns. Is that mm-hmm. going to be like get all the points in the first half and then have a really scary second half or um, it's going to be quite steady? 
going to be steady. I think we're going to see uh, we're going to see a touchdown. I guess almost a touchdown per quarter. Maybe maybe just a field goal in the second quarter. We'll say. I'm going to go Browns twenty eight, Houston twenty. Okay, that's going to be a close. That'll be a close game. We're going <laughs> for another two pointer there. Yep, I think I think we're definitely going to go for a two pointer. So uh, yeah, all right, brilliant. Well, look. Thank you so much for the time. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me online, underscore Stephanie Haney on Twitter and Instagram. I'm going to give you a follow on Instagram straight away afterwards. But yeah, thank you very much for your time. I look forward to uh, having a uh, Irish whiskey with you in the Muni lot next time I'm over, when I'm allowed over. So I'm just waiting for Biden to say English people are now to fly, allowed to fly into America. And then I'll see you in the Muni lot. As soon as you get here, I will have a bottle of Powers Irish with you waiting for us. We'll take that. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Take care.